this week on the Jock and Nerd podcast, Marvel casts their She-Hulk for Disney Plus and Kang the Conqueror for Ant-Man 3. Geek boner. We got new trailers for WandaVision and The Mandalorian as Black Widow and the entire Phase 4 of the MCU gets delayed again. What? DC announces a Suicide Squad HBO Max spinoff show, renews the Harley Quinn cartoon, and it's the end for Supergirl on the CW, plus a review of season one and two of Cobra Kai on Netflix and a whole bunch more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, September 24th, 2020. This is Jason Mewes, and for reasons best left between you and your therapist, you're listening to... The Jock and Nerd Podcast. Snooch to the nooch. Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jock is re-nerded. Be funny. Disturb it. Jock is re-nerded. Spoiler alert. Hey, 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 what's happening, listener? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's a nerd. And joining us is a puppet who has a black belt, not in karate, but in crazy. It's Frog Boy. That's the worst thing ever. Wax on and then I whack off. And whack it right (laughs) off. Well, it was either going to go karate or crazy. Anthony, I was going to be, here's a puppet who's got a black belt, not for karate, but just to hold his pants up. Oh, uh, hmm. keeps it, uh, I don't know. I thought it would be not for karate, but, but for Bukaki. For Bukaki. <laughs> there it was. Better. Oh, my God. I missed the obvious Bukaki joke. Yeah. Nothing like a good Bukaki joke. It's nothing like a good Bukaki joke. Yes, yeah, another art that comes from Japan. Yes, yes. Just like Is karate. Bukaki technically a baby shower? Oh, God. We've already done this. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Have I said that before? That is just, yes, that's as is. cheesy uh, as my karate crazy joke. Come that's on. not as cheesy. It's not as cheesy. It's Bukaki. Uh, Bukaki, all right, yes. look, enough about the Bukaki. We got a lot of fun geek news to cover this week. Before we do, I know I said this last week before the episode. I'm going to reiterate because it's important and exciting. The Jock and Nerd podcast now on Amazon Music. Jock and Nerd. I believe Amazon Music's got like 55 million users in the US, UK, parts of Europe. Wow. So that's good. And they do the same thing that Spotify does is that it displays the individual episode artwork. If you go to jockinerd.com slash Amazon Music, you can see the page. And it's nice that it puts – I do hard work making a new graphic for each episode. Spotify shows it. Amazon shows it. Not a lot of the other places show it. It's kind of a – Fuck them. Fuck them all if they can't the fuck? take a joke. I haven't added the embellishments. Yeah, come on. It's still clean. I'm sorry. Clean. I got lazy. I'm not doing anything all week. I still yeah. didn't do it. What do you have to do? <laughs> I still did it. What, do- are, you, oh, what are you doing? Oh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of working from home, a little bit. Yeah, of- other than doing everything for the show, what do you have to do? Swinging a mace around. Uh, are you still swinging that mace around? Oh, I have a kettlebell now. I'm going to start that. Do you look like Thor yet? I do not. I look like Fat Thor, though, in Endgame. If, uh, yeah, it's an improvement. It's a start. Except if Fat Thor was scrunched <laughs> to half his size in terms of height. 
right. Uh, yeah, because I have a black belt and I wear it directly below my nipples. <laughs> I'm jumping to the joke already, Anthony. I always used to joke about that. So you can't. I'm, I already did it to myself. Uh, yes. What? Is that a belt or a turtleneck? It's, it's, <laughs> that is that a that's the shortest shirt I've ever seen. Uh, look, Pakistan. My Pakistani jeans have gifted me with a short torso. What Just buy high waisted pants. And you know you'll. Instead yeah, of actually I, you just know, doing it. In, during quarantine, I've just been wearing mom pants from uh, Old Navy. It's great. They're already high-waisted. Mom <laughs> jeans. Just imagine it me listening. your legs look longer. Yes, and it, it, it lengthens. <laughs> it's all about the lengthening. Anyways, you can listen to us on Amazon Music, you fucks. Let's get to the news. The Jock, Jock and Nerd Podcast. Okay, got a lot of exciting Marvel Disney news. Let's start with... Uh, the news that She-Hulk on Disney Plus has been cast. Geek boner. Jennifer Walters, She-Hulk, will be played by the star of Orphan Black, Tatiana Maslany. I fucking love this pick. Anthony, do you know who this lady is? I don't know who she is. She is amazing. Rugs, have you ever watched The Orphan Black? I think I watched the first, like, five episodes of Orphan Black. And I thought she was a very good actress. There's five seasons. I've watched them all. I fucking love that show. It's about clones. Anthony, Tatiana Maslany on Orphan Black plays anywhere from like eight to 20 versions of herself. Oh, shit. Okay. This show is about clones. There are scenes in this TV show where there's five of her on the screen, all a different clone with a distinct personality, and you forget. That it's just her doing all the roles. She is so good at doing these different characters. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I've heard good things. Super talented. So I, I think this is a great pick. Rugs, how do they do this, though? Practically, you had an interesting I, idea. I don't know because this is what confuses me. It's not I, – I, Tatiana's fine. She's a good actress. I'm sure she's going to be great. But um, She's a normal-sized woman. She's, she's a not, very – she's diminutive size. Yeah, yeah. She's small. She's a small girl. And uh, I think they did that on purpose. Maybe it's by design. They wanted a very small girl to contrast against, you know, She-Hulk. But sure. the thing about She-Hulk is She-Hulk is usually She-Hulk all the time. She loves Jennifer Walters loves being She-Hulk because she doesn't like to be, yeah. you know, regular sized Jen. Because unlike Bruce, her cousin Bruce, she still has her intellect and her her, her confidence and her mind and personality. So why does she want to do this? It's like being cast in The Mandalorian. No one gets to see you. <laughs> like, well, I mean, be... Boss Logic has done a couple of pieces. You know, what was your idea? You tweeted something. I thought that was well, interesting. I think that, okay, look, to do like a, a She-Hulk in CG, full CG, for TV, I don't just, I don't see that happening budget-wise. But in the advent of all this deep fake technology, yeah. you can just face swap people. Oh my god! You get the deep fake stuff is crazy, by the yeah. way. Yeah, and it's, it looks some it looks better than CG. Yeah, uh, like for face stuff. So you could get a a female athlete that's tall and buff, and she, and basically they could face swap her. The only thing that's a little bit touchy is is that the 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 actress that's there has to actually do the acting. Well, now Smart Hulk in the MCU at you know an Endgame looks like Ruffalo. Anthony, what do you think? How do you think? How how should they do this? What what do you think would work? I mean, as far as making her She Hulk on screen, yes, I think Marvel is going to invest in making this work on the small screen. So I think the only way is the CGI, the mocap CGI. Hmm. I mean, I I just think 
then they especially get, these are only like what I think eight episodes or six. Eight episodes. I think we're gonna get, and they're gonna be half hour long. And they probably. have the yeah. they have the budget of a movie like one hundred and fifty million dollars. You know, to spend on so, the yeah, show. Think, yeah, and they might not be that long. So, I think they. I think they're. I think they're just gonna try to invest a ton of money in it and make it look the same as TV. Because the only thing is, like, if they if they don't and it looks like shield which imran loves then it won't work no no it's gotta look like <laughs> it's gonna eat up a lot of the budget though yeah i mean it's gotta be hbo level production and look fucking smooth like i think uh the amount i think 50 million is gonna have to go into the at least 50 million is gonna have to just go into for the effect uh yeah. dude maslani is she is amazing if you haven't Check out Orphan Black. I'm really excited that she's part of this because I'm. You could be assured that her performance is going to be perfect, and she's a badass lawyer. So it will be exciting to see her come to life. Did you know uh, Marvel created Spider Woman and She Hulk for a really weird reason? It was for trademark reasons. Oh shit! Stanley <laughs> created Spider Woman in 1977. Because he realized Marvel didn't own the trademark to Spider-Woman. He said, some other company may quickly put out a book like that and claim they have the right to use the name. I thought we better do it real fast to copyright the name. I thought you were going to keep reading his voice. No, I can't. Rugs does it better. <laughs> Spider-Man. And then She-Hulk uh, created in 1980 with John Buscema. This was because the TV show was such a hit on CBS, they were afraid the network would create a She-Hulk show, and if they did, they could own the She-Hulk IP, and they wouldn't have to give Marvel any money. ABC just did this to the $6 million man with their spinoff, Bionic Woman, uh, in the 80s. So they just but created the She-Hulk. trademark Hulk girl? Well, now he that's the thing. They got to do She-Hulk, Hulk, She-Hulk girl, him Hulk, he Hulk, her Hulk. You gotta, you're going to have to do all of them. They Hulk. They Hulk. We Hulk. Us Hulk. <laughs> We all forget Hulk. the day Hulk. <laughs> Listen, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Terry. Sir Hulk. I don't know. Terry, what Zim, do you think? Zim Hulk. Listener, let us know what you think of this She-Hulk casting. Are you excited? Does it give you geek boner? Geek boner. Floppy Jock. Or Floppy Jock. Join our Facebook group. It's called the Jock and Nerd Nation. It's closed. It's exclusive just for you. You can invite your friends. Listener, all they got to do is click a button that says they agree Tell to a friend. the terms. Tell a friend. Play telephone. Tell a friend. the geekery. Pick this is the nose. Jock and Nerd Podcast. That's My name right. is Imran. <laughs> Wait, are we starting over again? What, is this the <laughs> oh, end? Oh, what shit. happened? I'll see you it next time. Bye. <laughs> Fuck, just, you just triggered the ending. Uh, <laughs> no, join the Facebook group. I got to say shout out. Hello to a new member. Mark Munoz joined this week. That is my... Uh, Jock and Nerd. I guess he's technically my uncle, but I consider him a cousin. Oh, he's your cousin uncle. I didn't know he joined, though. That's great. He's Gl- a kunkle. He's a kunkle. He's a kunkle. <laughs> kunkle Mark, glad to have you. Get spill some dirt on Anthony. Send us an email. Post something in the Facebook he's group. Got a, I think he's want. got like a cassette tape of me singing 12 Days of Christmas when oh, I was like three. Oh. Uh, send that into the show immediately. Oh. Please send it in. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, really good. good. It's really good. Please send that in. <laughs> we need to play that on the show. Uh, welcome. Yeah, uh, more. It's really good. It's really good. I'm pumped. Yeah, me yeah, too. Me too. <laughs> More casting news, guys. Ant-Man 3 has added uh, a major uh, player, Jonathan Majors. Oh, see? I I didn't mean to do that. Did oh, you mean to do that? No, I didn't mean to do that. 
upset because this is Jonathan Majors, who is right now in Lovecraft Country, and you, everyone loves him in that. He is fucking great in that show. He's also in the Five Bloods. Apparently, it's revealed that he will be playing fucking King the Conqueror. Oh, is that true, or is it just speculation? On in Ant Man three. Uh, it it's uh, bu- 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 it says I think it's like heavily rumors. rumored. Yeah, deadline is, and, r- and they think that Kang will be the next like overpowering villain across. Well, he's a he's a big heavy. He could be the next Thanos. Could be, yeah. Wasn't Kang a part? Of, was he part of the Fox Fantastic Four family? Is that why they can yeah. use I him? He was now? part of the Wu Kang thing. Wu Kang, <laughs> Kang is delicious when you mix That's it with hard water. To say by the way, try saying that. It's a lovely orange drink too, and you mix it with water in a glass. On Skull Island, Ooh. they got Kang Kong. They got Kang Kong. Liu Kang. Yeah, Liu Kang on Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it is. Look, it's a deadline is reporting the rumor that he's playing Kang. So I feel like okay. he's gonna fucking. He's playing King. That's crazy. This guy's great. Lovecraft Country is a fucking fun show. It's very weird and gross. It's got good horror elements. He's fantastic in that. He kind of looks like King. I could see him if you put him in that green, blue. green, yeah, purple and blue, <laughs> blue outfit. He's got a weird outfit. Uh, what do you guys think? You're excited? Why is Ant Man three? I thought the Ant Man were like joke movies. Suddenly they yeah, become that, these that, important movies. That's a strange movie to to put him in, but I guess it ratchets up. Um, the hype for an Ant Man three that really no one, yeah. no one's hyped about. Yeah, I think that uh, raising the stakes and making Ant Man like integral to yeah. introducing a villain that might add some cachet to Ant Man. So they they need it. You could- I saw something. Sorry, yeah. I can run on Screen Crush, uh, a YouTube channel that I follow, where the guy was speculating that what they're setting up is the Young Avengers. Whoa. And oh, shit. Kang will be a, a, be a big part of <laughs> the Young Avengers and the Avengers because they've already introduced, was it Cassie Lang? Yes. They have already introduced Iron Man's uh, daughter. You got Shuri. You got Shuri. Yeah. You got uh, Kamala Khan is going to have yeah, her own Kamala show. Kamala Khan's coming. So there's a lot of these little wow. tidbits and uh, a big part of like the Young Avengers is Iron Lad, I believe, who is a, a descendant of Tony Stark. Oh. And um, is he British? They, they, is that why he's Iron Lad? Yeah, Iron Lad, right? I think, <laughs> well, and Iron I think Lad. they might even. There was speculation on Screen Crush. They might even tie Kang to Tony in a way and make him a descendant of of the Starks. Oh, so that they're fighting the evil villain in this is actually a Stark from the future. From the future, right? It's like Game of Thrones of time travel. You could launch the Fantastic Four in here somewhere if you wanted to, also. Yeah. The Young Avengers, that's exciting. Ant-Man 3, suddenly you're like, oh shit, I want to see... Well, yeah, Kang the Conqueror. Cool. I want to see Kang. Kang you, do you guys like Kang the Conqueror? I mean, he was uh, he's always around in the periphery. He wasn't like... I don't remember him being a major villain until like recently in the Avengers uh, comics. But... Um, where is he? Where is he? Basically, he was like in the Fantastic Four a lot, right? right yeah, a lot of time Fantastic travel. Fantastic Four Avengers. He's like a guy from the way in the future that just got bored and decided, I've got all this future technology. I'm going to go to the past and just use all the future tech to conquer the past. You want to know where I know Kang from? Is from the Secret Wars and the Secret Wars figures. Oh, yeah. There was so that I remember Kang he was figure. in Secret yes. Wars. And then I remember when uh, the figures came out to support the comics, I had a Kang uh, figure. I just love his uh, time travel fuckery shenanigans. He's a good villain. He's been around since 1964. Wow. Get Kang. He's a conqueror. Get him yeah. to conquer some shit. 
you know, and they fucked with the time stream, so. Yeah, so now everything is like, as we noticed, someone commented on our Facebook group too, like Marvel and DC are both doing multiverse, multi-universe shit uh, with all their stuff. So, Ant-Man 3, excited to look forward for whenever the fuck that comes out. You know what's not coming out this year is any fucking Marvel movie. Oh, shit. All, no. Everything's been pushed back. Phase 4, is a, the timing is all fucked. Black Widow just announced, and this was anticipated after Wonder Woman moved, after everybody moved. Black Widow now was set to debut on November 6th, will now open May 7th, 2021. Oh, shit. That's two weeks before Godzilla. Spring of next year. So that <laughs> means it. Eternals... Which was going to debut uh, on February 2021. Well, now gets pushed back to November 2021. And Shang-Chi, Marvel's first film with an Asian lead, has moved from May 2021. That's where Black Widow is to July 2021. There will be four Marvel movies in 2021 if these plans So they, they rearranged the order because was Black Wid- it was going to be Black Widow, Shang-Chi. Or no, Black Widow, Eternals, and Shang-Chi. And now they're making it Black Widow. Shang-Chi Eternals. Yes. Oh, shit. They did rearrange you. And then there's still a Spider-Man movie that's supposed to come out in December. Yeah, uh, the third Spider-Man movie. You, Imran, do you think all these uh, movies that come out next uh, in 2021 will, all will deal with the coronavirus? Will, they, will the villain be the coronavirus, yes. Imran? What do you think? Yes, it yes. will. No, okay. I know. Well, no. It do you won't. think they're going to change the West Side Story now to... Something about coronavirus? Listen, just put a mask on the sharks and the jets. That's all. Put a mask on the Shang-Chi while he's doing fucking karate. L- little side note, <laughs> West Side Story was very heavily favored to yeah, be that got uh, pushed back an too. Oscar candidate. Yeah, yeah. Spielberg's yeah. first musical. Yeah. And I love West Side Story. I was That's kind of interesting. Like I would love to see his take on that, whether if it was modern. I don't know if he's doing a modern well, or see a period next piece. Year, maybe. Yeah, that's good pushback. And others. So, you guys, what does this tell you? Is this kind of confirmation that the... The Tenet, New Mutants, Mulan experiment uh, was a failure. It it didn't work. They're bailing. Yeah, I mean, the online distribution didn't really work for Mulan, and the opening at the theaters didn't work for Tenet. Yeah. So, you know how the movie people are. They got no balls. They just immediately just fucking, (laughs) just like, you know. They want to protect their investment. So, so here's here's the problem. This for the first. I thought I thought at first when he was saying the movie people, he was saying <laughs> people that like movies have no balls, which is why they're not going to the movie theaters. And I would agree. Well, that that's <laughs> it goes both ways. It's like oh, shit, people it goes don't have ways. the balls to go to the movies, right? Like me, yes. And there's people, the people who have the movies, <laughs> don't want to take the risk. So. Yeah, this is a problem because Black Widow May 2021. That's six months away now. These movie theaters, I said this before, they're a little bit fucked even more. They're coming out. They're like, look, we opened up. We're spraying everything down. Everything's social distance. It's safe to come out. Real social distance. Yeah. You paid for one ticket. You got the whole theater. <laughs> right. But now, oh, shit. there's no movies. They're not going to survive six months. You, the, How are they going to pay their bills? Yeah, it's tough. There's nothing coming out. And they opened up. I think up. we should make a movie. We should. just put it out. Well, I think we well, should. You, you got a video. You have a movie, Imran. Oh, the one where I was naked? Yes, that's the, that's I, the movie. Do I have to track down a student film from 25 years ago? <laughs> no, we need to make a jock and nerd rug boy movie and just imagine, shove it in there. Imagine we made a movie and it made more money than Tenet. <laughs> it, it's not hard right now. Oh, or New Mutants. Mulan made some See, an money. an albino penis. 
<laughs> yes, only only in the theaters on the big screen. Like we'd only have to get like maybe a hundred people to the theater, and then we could. <laughs> Listen, I can make a movie on fifty. Like, grand. We could be like one of the top selling movies of this year if we just get like maybe like ten people to go to the movies easily. Let's do it. Let's see if we can get on the board. We need a GoFundMe. Come up with a script, Rugs, and we'll start shooting it. We'll start storyboarding. It'll be like Bill and Ted's. Yeah, yeah. How much could that thing cost a lot? We'll go through time and then we'll get people. Yeah. Give me 50 grand. Also, this year, 2020, will be the first year without a Marvel movie since 2009. Floppy jock. Which is also interesting. Not funny. Not funny at all. Not funny. Okay, but you know what is coming out? From Marvel, the only thing we're getting this year, apparently confirmed, is the WandaVision TV show on Disney+. Plus. This year? Yes. This is still confirmed to come out in 2020. Wow. They've I thought the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to be supposed first. Supposed to be first. That is now pushed back to 2021. Oh, shit. The thing I love about Netflix yeah. is that they still got shit coming out like every, oh, every week. Every week, there's a ton and of Disney shit. And Disney+, hasn't had jack shit come out in like months so did you, did you yes. guys see the honest trailers for uh streaming N- no no streaming in general like yesterday yeah it was like for <laughs> all the streaming channels but oh they God. mentioned that they were like disney plus has all this nostalgia yeah and the promise of some marvel tv shows in the future eventually you're <laughs> like, eventually absolutely you can lame. watch something else. dude this is ridiculous we're getting the second season of the mandalorian in about a month marvel should have had fucking three shows out right now oh, shit. what are you doing you should have been ready uh, th- well, come on. They should have should have been ready. They should have staggered. They knew they had the Mandalorian ready. They should have staggered well, a Marvel it, show right right after that. Yeah, they had. They, they should have had no like uh before all this in COVID. between all this stuff. They should have been like because look at Netflix. It's just pounding you They're in the ass with things yeah, every like pound, day. Yeah. We'll talk about it later in the show more crap they put out that I watched that's like, okay, it's fun, you know. Anyways, during the Emmys, which is another thing nobody's watching except for me. <laughs> had the lowest, guy. lowest ratings. It was interesting. They uh, WandaVision had a new trailer. Did you guys catch yeah. this trailer? Anthony, what do you think? It's very weird. It's quite strange. I mean, it's like, it seems to me that uh, Scarlet Witch has created this pocket reality where they're living inside of a sitcom throughout the years. Yep, throughout the decades. I mean, I'm trying to kind of figure out how um, Vision is still alive. I guess she just makes it up. Um, oh, another little thing I heard saw on Screen Crush, yeah. and they teased it in this, is yeah. that um, they have babies who are Wiccan and... Yeah, um, the twins. And that I was, forget the other fucking uh, baby's name. Wiccan and... Uh, there's the shot where they're holding the babies. Yeah, and they've already said, Fahey said that this is going to tie right into Doctor Strange. So, I don't know, it looks interesting. Um, it'll be different from what Marvel usually puts out, hopefully. I mean, it look, the budget looks good. Like, this looks like quality production. I do kind of love how you see... Vision's old school costume, like during the Halloween scene, well, and that's both wearing, yeah. yeah, that's how she old gets hers. Uh, Rugs, what do you think? Does this uh, geek boner, floppy jock, floppy jock? What do you do? What do you I'm kind of just like, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I think this is interesting. It's piquing my interest. I'm not like gung ho, and I'm not like shitting on it. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I'm, let's see what happens. I'm, I'm kind of. I'll, I'm going to tune into this and see, give it a shot and see what happens. You see, I mean, a lot is writing on this now that if they can get it out this year. But you do see Monica Rambeau for a split second all grown up oh, yeah, from she's in Captain it Marvel. And you see her changing the reality. And I love all the static and, and uh, the, the TV references. That lady, Agnes, people are saying she may be Agatha Harkness, who in the comics had tutored uh, Scarlet Witch in magic. And then some House of M Easter eggs, possibly with a wine bottle. 
This is called something House of M in French. But this gave me geek, geek mode. I'm excited. Uh, it got, it, it It'll l- be something new. Yeah. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm happy for something new at least. It's time for them to put a Marvel show out on Disney Plus. This is why everybody bought the yeah, Disney Plus. Yeah, I mean, Plus. you're right. Like, if they what? could have had something, everyone's eating up anything that's, like, even decent. Yeah. And new. I mean, even the fucking show we're going to review later isn't yeah. new, and no. everyone's eating and it it's up huge. because it got on Netflix. Yeah, so that's all you got to do is get it. Just put it out, Marvel. People will eat it up. Uh, so, yeah, I mentioned Falcon and Winter Soldier will has been confirmed for 2021. Uh, the Miss Marvel show... Which is coming, which I'm very excited for, of course, because of course. I am Miss Marvel. Nerd. I am Kamala Khan. They have directors uh, for the series. Uh, the directors for Bad Boys for Life, Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala. They are going to be directing for Disney Plus and uh, also joining them. Two-time Oscar-winning Charmin Obeyed Chinoy and Mira Minan. So it's a diverse list of, of people writing the show, directing the show. Uh, and Obeyed Chinoy has uh, directed episodes of The Punisher on Netflix, Tiddens for DC Universe, and The Walking Dead. Cool. Uh, but still, so we don't have an actress playing Kamala Khan yet. Uh, I thought they would announce You're it. You're going to throw your name in the hat? Tatiana Masla. I don't, you know, there's a lot of girls out there now. Hey, what about you? Oh, I should be. Uh, yeah, you know what? If they could deep fake Tatiana Maslany on a big uh, green bodybuilder, yeah, they could deep fake me on the girl of a of a Muslim if you shaved teenage girl. Your beard and <laughs> threw it on your bald spot. You would look like Miss Marvel. Is there a filter for that? No, you just have to use your actual own hair and just transfer it to your Marvel. I want to audition for Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, the first Muslim superhero to headline her own comic TV show. This is very exciting for me. And I like the diversity in the directors, but I can play her. Give me a shot. Good, definitely. You put that domino mask on anyone? You no, know, men or women now. They look great. Yeah, no. anything, anything is anything. Oh shit! Anything can be anything. Up is down, down is up. You know what? This is the way. Just like uh, the Mandalorian says, and there's and the, that those African guys. Do you know the way? Do you know the way? Uh, that's different. Uh, Ugandan knuckles. That's Ugandan knuckles. Oh, right. Imagine it's an, though it's an old they thing. they. Both clashed. They would be like a Mandalorian and then a Ugandan Knuckles. <laughs> oh my God, who would win? Ugandan Knuckles may take out Din Djarin or whatever his fucking name is. May, well, actually, Ugandan Knuckles should go to the Mandalorian oh, yes. and ask them what the way is. And then the Mandalorian says, This is the way. But he's, yeah. do you know the way? I just told you this is the way. This is the way here. Do you know which way is the way? This is the only way. This is a whole episode. I've just written it right there. Yeah. yeah. Sounds great. Maybe we'll see that in season two. Disney put out a trailer for the, Mandal- me, the Mandalorian season two. This is going great. Uh, you guys, are you excited? <laughs> I got geek motor for this too. I'm excited to see the child and have him bring the child back to his hometown. Um, you don't see any of the new characters that, that were like well, Ahsoka they- and stuff. <laughs> It, they they had somebody in like a hood that I thought was Ahsoka at first because yeah. she had orangey skin. Yes. But like that's I think her. that's uh, going to be a different character um, played by some wrestler girl. I forgot what her name is, but I love seeing the fucking speeder bikes from Return of the Jedi. Geek mode in this that game and those same stormtroopers from Return of the Jedi. I was like, holy shit, this is the fucking speeder bike. So yeah, looks good with their their LED wraparound screen backdrop where they don't have to go anywhere. It's all it's amazing. Uh, listener, you should be like the Mandalorian and wear. I got to be honest. Yeah. I'm watching it now because yeah. I just forgot to watch it. Listen, look at Baby Yoda. Look how I'm cute he is. Yoda, Holy though, fuck! Yeah. You can't deny. It looks like they filmed this in like Seattle. 
Is it in places? I don't know. It's super, super overcast wherever this. Oh yeah, it's cloudy. It's raining. Yeah, that dude's smoking a joint in the background. I think that's why. Oh, Gina Carano's there. See, Gina Carano is coming back. Remember, you were like, is she going to come back? Creed, Carl Weathers, Carl Weathers, and you see some X-wing fighters. It's dope, dude. I can't wait for this. This see, I, I I liked the Mandalorian, and I've already forgotten about it so that just shows my star wars fandom it's very small <laughs> uh very low mandalorian won 11 emmys uh and watchmen won a bunch of 11 emmys mandalorian won all the technical emmys watchmen won like best limited series regina king won it did very well at the emmys what was weird at the emmys that first of all everyone was at home it was live they did live streams jimmy kimmel's hosting and you just go to like the celebrity's house live. I, I don't know how they managed oh. 200 live streams so, at once. So they just gave away the winners by telling no. them, hey, the, so, no, this better is, be ready. Apparently, this is what happened because Rami Youssef was, uh, uh, t- uh, tweeted a video later. So f- apparently for some of them, the people that were nominated, there was dudes in hazmat suits standing outside their house holding an Emmy. And then they would announce the winner. And if you won, the guy would knock on the door, give you the Emmy. And then Rami Yusuf taped what happens when you lose. The guy just would wave and walk away. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sadly, wow. just shuffle away. That's how, They also did this thing where there was this box that they had and nobody knew which one the Emmy was in. And it would What's burst open. Yeah, it would burst open with the Emmy. So they tried to make it creative. Lowest ratings out of any Emmy uh telecast imagine yeah. that they spent all this money sending these people all over the world to these people's houses yeah well, can you imagine yeah. if you're the guy that got sent with the fake emmy to yes. someone's house and you're like <laughs> you we're to gonna pay there. you to stand outside this asshole's and house then this asshole actor, and then walk away with the fake when emmy. he doesn't win yeah yeah so they, they nobody knew it it was very weird and <laughs> the, at one point there was a, a basketball garbage can was on fire jennifer aniston had a uh, fired a uh, d- uh, thing extinguisher. It was supposed Wait, to what? go out. Yeah, they lit. So the, he did this joke where he like sprayed the no- the the nomination envelope and then he lit it on fire. And then he she Jennifer Aniston was putting it out with a fire extinguisher and it wouldn't go out. It lit back up and they literally there was a fire on stage for a second. It's a lot of fun. But the first seven Emmys, the first seven Emmys for comedy series all went to Shit's Creek. Oh, shit. Hey, Rugs, you watch Shit's Creek? It won. I watched, I watched like maybe like four episodes and then I punched out. It I won was like, seven in a row. People really like Shit's Creek. Yeah. I'm not a comedy person You're as not, much as I make true. jokes. I don't like watching <laughs> you, comedy. You fucking... I just don't. I don't understand that. I like watching stand up only. You know, laughing son of a bitch. Uh, look, listener, get a mask. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Mandalorian wears a mask. You should too. Baby Yoda should wear a mask. Visit our T public shop, jockandair.com slash shop, and you can promote the show and be safe and help save people around you. Okay. That's all the Marvel news. I got some crazy DC Warner Brothers news. Apparently, James Gunn during quarantine was very bored and wrote a whole spinoff series about John Cena's Peacemaker from his upcoming Suicide Squad uh, movie, and HBO Max is uh, is going to put it on. Oh, shit. <laughs> they announced a spinoff. So they're just Baker. greenlighting shit now. They're just greenlighting a bunch of things with John Cena, with James Gunn writing and directing the pilot and multiple episodes. They're calling it an action-adventure comedy. It may be like his prequel. Here's my question. It says the plot is keeping being kept under wraps, but it has said it will explore the origins of Peacemaker, a man who believes in peace at any cost, no matter how many people he has to kill to get it. Should be pretty funny. That's awesome. But does he die in Suicide Squad? Is this like... Could a, be a prequel. A prequel. Fucking John Cena uh, as a lead? Does that work? 
I mean, he's been in leads yeah. a couple of movies. I think he. I think he's got a lot of charisma. He's in the Marine or something, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 actually pretty funny. I think he's uh, I've what I've seen him in like Bumblebee and stuff. I kind of liked him. It didn't make me bad. He's he's got some charm, and he. I mean, there's a bunch of wrestling dudes yeah. that'll watch him. Yeah, but will people be able to see him when he's on screen? Oh shit! I by the way, I, mean? I fe- oh. see. I fell for that. You didn't fall for that joke. You fell for the joke. Yeah, yeah. I fell for the joke on our Facebook group. Go uh, go look it up. I'm an idiot. Chris Williams did that to me. I posted the story. He goes, I don't see anything. Why would you post an empty lake? And then I was like, oh, that's weird. And then I was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> he was fucking with you, you and he got see. you. And I'm like, I'm not a huge wrestling guy. I just I forget about that. You can't see me, John Cena. You can't see him. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, another thing that gave me geek boner. Geek boner. Harley Quinn renewed for season three at HBO Max. Yes. It's a that's great show. Dude, more and more people. I listen to some podcasts. More and more people are discovering the show, and they're like, "You know what? I thought the show was going to be stupid, but it's fucking hilarious." Did except- you see? I'll go ahead. Yeah, no, except for Rux. <laughs> I was going to say, did you see that? Because uh, it's not in your notes. Cavill and Momoa are, are coming back to reshoot some scenes. For oh, yeah. So this, Justice yeah. League. So here, okay, I'll fill that in, and it's not in the notes. The Zack Snyder miniseries, which I think that's the name of this fucking thing, Justice League miniseries. Apparently, they are doing reshoots with the original cast. I don't know how many. Possibly Ben Affleck, Ezra Miller, uh, Ray Fisher, Momoa. I don't know if what Henry Cavill is coming back. What a uh, what a turn of events for Zack Snyder. You you basically get forced out. So you know you you have a tragedy, but you get forced out because Batman v Superman and the people of that are watching Justice League are like this is just awful. So you get forced out. Create enough uproar to reshoot your movie to remake your, the movie to remake your movie, and you get you have enough time now where you can look back on all the scenes that you think might have been shitty and get all the actors back to refilm the fucking scenes. This is uh, like who? What an unprecedented situation to be in. The budget, though, here's the thing. Originally, they said it was going to be about thirty million dollars. How much of this movie was done? Now they're saying this is going to cost seventy million dollars. Oh shit! Another seventy million dollars they're putting into this movie to make a four-hour miniseries of Justice League. Well, he's kind of got him by the balls now, he right? Kind of does because it's a but, it's a big get for HBO Max. Well, yeah, and all the fans and Warner Brothers, enough. yeah, yeah. And now they've promised it, so he's like, "Well, I hope it's I hope it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's just good. I hope it's like at least like a five so, out of ten. To his credit, though, I did see another story where the the Justice League, the Snyder fans, they were raising money for suicide awareness, and he did raise half a million dollars for a suicide awareness uh, prevention suicide prevention charity. So. The Snyder fans, they're doing some good. They got this made. They're giving them $70 million. These people are coming back to put the suit on to remake a movie from three fucking years ago. Oh, shit. Wow. This is crazy. This wow. Is crazy. This is crazy. Look, it's fucking, we're in time of corona. Crazy shit happens, this is, man. Yeah, I mean, nothing's off limits. This is the kind of shit that happens. Uh, so back to Harley Quinn. Now, all the shows that were on DC Universe are officially uh, now going to be on HBO Max. The DC Universe is rebranding starring next year, 2021. It's going to be called DC Universe Infinite, and it will just be comics. Oh, shit. Uh, no one will based. get it. And I don't know if people <laughs> yeah, they'll still have. And no one happen? will pay for it because it's comics. They will still have 24,000 comics and new comics six months after they hit the shelves. If that's still a thing that happens, I don't even know. Uh, it may you be- know what? I had all those free comics, and I didn't give a fuck to read them. 
But you know what? Me, me too. Me too. I've had access to 24,000 DC comics, and I maybe read like four. Oh, shit. Yeah. See, I, I haven't read anything. I thought it would be a good idea, but I don't know. I, I guess keeping it alive, people want it. Um, See, like, I still need to go to the comic book store just to get out of my house. Yeah. And there is no comic book stores anymore. Well, a lot of them have God shut down. damn it. A lot yeah. of them have not survived. Same thing may happen to movie theaters. Uh, I need a place to go where some, you know, fat nerd makes me feel bad about my knowledge. And then I go, <laughs> oh, I'll get you next time. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, I miss, I miss the smell. Get the fuck out of here. Of ink and paper and sweat and, yeah. and desperation. Yeah, and cocoa yeah, butter. Despair. And despair. Yeah, you, you walk in and you just smell despair <laughs> and, and acne. fucking hormones and pheromones and acne cream. Yeah, I miss all that. I love it. Yeah. The sound of overpriced magic, the gathering cards being traded and <laughs> sold. Oh, I missed all that shit. <laughs> just the, it's yeah. just the sound of, should I go out there and go for it? No, I'm going to stay home. <laughs> I'm going to stay here. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what's encompassed. <laughs> You know, those places. you know what else uh, some people are going to miss? You want to go out and meet a new person? Yeah. No, no, no. I got a new board game. Yes. I got the, <laughs> I got the Settlers of Catan expansion pack. <laughs> I got to put it together. Uh, anyways. <laughs> you know what else people are going to miss? Uh, Melissa Benoist as Supergirl. Bemoist? Bemoist. Uh, From the Fappening. She is. From the Fappening, yes. Did she pop a kid out? Uh, she, I think she did. She has kids. And the upcoming mm. sixth season of Supergirl on CW will be the last season. Oh, shit. The show is getting axed as uh, Arrow has finished. How did they shoot it with her prego? You, shoot, you can shoot around that the body double. You shoot around it above things Keep in front fake. Of her. there's always stuff in front of her there's always a coffee machine she's always standing behind a microwave no that's bad uh anyways uh what are the odds what, what? you think the flash is on season seven do you think that's next to go i feel like these some of these shows are getting long in the tooth here i don't know nobody i i stopped caring about them like five years ago yeah so. you're asking the wrong crowd I, here so i stopped watching i just ago. stopped watching the flash but there uh also they have that superman and lois show coming out it could be too many super people shows uh, where Superman, they have a I kid. I feel like that show's gonna not gonna that's, get so any that's ratings. a family show. Superman, they got a kid, Jonathan Kent, and he's got a fucking. I, I feel like that show is is going to flop. They still got floppy uh, John. They still got Black Lightning and Legends of Tomorrow and Bat- Batwoman and the other one and what's the other one and some other one. I don't remember. Uh, how long can these CW shows keep going? Black uh, or Bat- Batgirl? That stopped after one Bat year. Batwoman. Right? No, Batwoman Bat is back. They got a new Batwoman. Remember? They recast uh, Ruby oh, Rose. that's right. Yeah. I think they should just kill all those shows, focus on making real nice shows for HBO Max, like uh, like Peacemaker. I don't know. I don't know. Those shows, they still got their audience somehow. Yeah. Anthony, you know what else has got an audience? My balls was hot. My balls have an audience, and I got to make sure they look their best. Yeah. For the show. Don't, don't talk about your dogs like that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Especially when you're erect. Yes, add attention, <laughs> as, as it were. Oh, my God. God. Uh, well, look, we want to thank our sponsor, Manscaped, for supporting the show. They make awesome hygienic ball trimmers like the Lawnmower 3.0 that you can use in the shower. It's got an LED light, a USB rechargeable base. It's an amazing device, and it makes you look good, makes you feel good. How many kids at the comic book store 
need manscaped. I would think, you know, the hairier ones that already have mustaches. You, they I would go seven out of 11. <laughs> you know, the teenager who's always got a, already has a full mustache. He definitely needs a ball, ball trimmer because yeah. that looks like if that. If you have face. a neck beard, you have a dick beard. Yes. Neck beard. Prob- what was your number? What'd you say, Anthony? Seven out of 11. Seven out of 11. I think yeah. those, those odds are about right. Those are weird numbers to pick a ratio out of, but for every 11 nerds. 11 people, yeah. yeah. There'd be so, seven. Look. That need, yeah. And if they, they definitely have neck hair. You definitely, yeah. You don't want to be caught. Look, that, that that should be Manscaped should pay me for that. Imran, do you, would you have neck hair if you grew your hair out? Uh, neck hair go. Which one is the neck hair? Like how far down? I don't know. I'm gonna leave it up to your interpretation. Half neck. It goes halfway neck down. Yeah. It goes normal. It goes normal. Okay. Uh, but look, if you are gonna get pantsed at school, you don't want your balls looking all crazy. So right now. If you go to jockandnerd.com, no, don't go there. Go to manscaped.com. <laughs> use the code jockandnerd. Jockandnerd. You will get 20% off free shipping. Code jockandnerd, manscaped.com. And um, if you do it within the next hour, you will still get 20% off and free shipping. You get even freer shipping. At manscaped.com <laughs> with the code jockandnerd. <laughs> the shipping becomes freer. Yeah. More free. And if you call in right now, call in. it'll be three easy payments. <laughs> Of 20% off and free shipping with jo- code jockener at manscaped.com. Uh, only 1,700 remaining. Call in. <laughs> use code jockener at manscaped.com. Look, you need their ball deodorant. You need their ball toner. They have lots of great items. They got a subscription deal for the blades. They're ceramic blades thrown by little tiny potters that live in a magical mystery land on a wheel. I don't know what I'm talking about. But all you have to do is visit manscaped.com. Use code jockener. 20% off free shipping. Okay, look, let's take a break. We'll play some promos, and we will talk about Cobra Kai right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Aisla. And together, we are the hosts of the Bicurian Podcast. Bicurian is our answer to the polarizing culture we live in. Tired of feeling under siege and looking for ways to get involved? Then come be a part of a different way of thinking. Everything from politics to geek culture to current events that polarize us as a society. We explore multiple ways of looking at things. Please check us out at Bicurian.com and follow us on your favorite social media platform of choice. Hey guys, this is Venice, and I've got a message from a friend of mine about my favorite podcast. It's your boy, Flavor, Flav, and Full Effect. Check this out, everybody. I want y'all to go check out TJ. What's good, everybody? TJ Johnson here from Voice from the Underground. I am the most handsome. Big ass. And I'm smoking my cigar, of course. You know what I'm saying? The Josh. You pick me up in an Uber and a PT Cruiser, I'm calling Lyft. <laughs> Still be fighting the power, talking about social issues, politics, you know what I'm saying? And we're not even that good. Right, we're terrible. Terrible. Tangents <laughs> all over the place. And not only that, but they be keeping the fun with the sports, music, comics, and movies too. Am I allowed to I talk? Think, I think, no, not right now. Shut Did up, just... colonizer! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Me on Twitter at VFU Podcast. So you can find them, you can find them. So check one, two. This is Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy. Okay. What Flav was trying to say is, check out Voice from the Underground on your favorite podcast network. Voice from the Underground. Listener, if you enjoy the show, 
uh, and you want to support the show, join our fan club. It's like all these new streaming services. I'm calling it Jock and Nerd Plus Max Extra something. Cock. Cock. Cocky. Bukaki. Jock and Nerd Bukaki Plus. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jock and Nerd! To join the fan club where you can support the show and get bonus content and fun swag. Everybody gets a bonus RSS feed where the shows come out early. There's bonus movie reviews and things like Rugs, part five of our Rug Boy and the Nerd old songs from 25 years ago uh, is out and it's the last part and it's a five part oh. series. Oh, I feel so bad that it's over. It's over. This one is called It's the 90s as we sing about 90s references because it was the 90s when we were singing about 90s. So I guess it's just here's what's going on. It was current on. events then and it's nostalgic now. Well, it's nostalgic and you will love it. Uh, no, We walk you through it. We talk about it. We explain. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully we can find some more recordings, Rugs. That was fun to do. I have plenty of shit, but right. like... Uh, well, un- unearth. Let's them. make new stuff too. Let's. We will make some new stuff. Anthony, no Corona binge reports this week. You got anything planned, or just you're watching the Cobra Kai? Uh, well, no, I didn't watch Cobra Kai. I'm, right now, I'm in the midst of the boys. Oh, so nice! You started it. Great. I started it. So kind of just staying that on that track. Okay. Once it gets a little cooler outside, and I don't have things to do outdoors, I will get back into the movies. But right now, it's just a little more focused on. Uh, the last few days of fall, slumber, summer, whatever the fuck this is. Whatever the, the time boys. of date it is. But we would appreciate your support. Listener, visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon for all the fun stuff. Okay, this week's review is a show that's been out for two years. But only because <laughs> it just came out on Netflix is everybody talking about it. Of course, it's two seasons of a Cobra Kai if you haven't watched it, go watch it now. Here's your spoiler alert. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. So first released back in 2018, like 30 years, 34 years after Karate Kid, uh, on YouTube Red that nobody paid for. It was YouTube's subscription premium service. And then the second season released in 2019. And then it was announced earlier this year. We're putting it all out on Netflix. Oh, shit. And now... Everyone is digging fucking Cobra Kai. It is amazing. On Rotten Tomatoes, the first season is sitting at 100%. Perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes. Second season, 89%, giving it an average of 94% tomato meter for... Pretty damn good. Not bad. 100% perfect score in that first season is not bad. Of course, uh, this is the story of Daniel LaRusso and Johnny 30. Four years after the 1984 All-Valley Karate Tournament, picking up with their lives now and returning. You got Ralph Macchio. You got uh, uh, William Zabka as Johnny uh, and uh, new cast members like Miguel, played by Zolo Marduena uh, and Robbie Tanner Buchanan, Sam Daniels' daughter, Mary, Mary Mouser, a bunch of other people. Hawk. Hawk is great. Jacob Bertrand. Aisha Nicole Robbie Brown. Robbie is... Uh- Johnny Lawrence's kid. Robbie is Johnny Lawrence's kid. So, uh, Anthony, let's just start with you. We we all know everyone loves Karate Kid, but I know it holds a special place in your heart as well. Yes. What you took, you know, and I we kept saying how awesome this fucking show was, and I'm <laughs> glad everybody can watch it because of the Netflix, uh, the Netflix power. Suddenly, it's new and it's trending. But fuck, this is the way to bring back Karate Kid after 34 years. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm the per- one of I am one of the many that have jumped onto an old show relatively 
not that, that it's old. It's not. It's really, it might as well just came out. But it, it's there's a lot of renewed hype around this, and Netflix got it, and they're going to have a third season in 2021. So I jumped on. Um, I knew, I remember you talking about how good this was, maybe Rugboy even too, um, but I just never felt like paying for a YouTube premium channel. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's great. They they walk the fine line of being nostalgic, but then also incorporating new characters and having action and having comedy. It's even a little bit more comedic than some of the early Karate Kids. Yeah. Um, but then there's also the the not you know Karate Kid was based on these black and white instances of good versus evil. And this shot this show kind of dives into the gray. So. They walk a fine line between balancing all these different things, and I think they do a really good job of honoring the past, creating new characters, and making both sets of characters interesting at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, it's I th- I credit actually Creed for yeah. being one of the first to it's take something reboot. from like yeah. the eighties, nineties, yeah. and not necessarily reboot it, but take a side character, a side side character, and reboot it into its own thing. I'm impressed with Cobra Kai because they're not going the movie route. They went a completely different format in terms of TV, and it just works for me. I'm I was super uh, into the show. I I binged the second season in a day. I I yell at the TV at yes. times. I get super invested. So yeah, overall, I, I I like the show a lot. I have some minor criticisms here and there that we can get into, but overall, really fun stuff. You know, super binge worthy. They're ten episode seasons and they're half an hour episodes, and you can just plow right through them but rugs from the pilot episode they nailed the tone of what they needed to do with honoring karate kid i love that they play clips from the original movies it gives you all the feels uh, when you see the you know the pilot starts with the end of the first movie and the all valley tournament and the fucking crane kick but rugs why does this do it so well how did they nail this well you know going into this you know, it's Karate Kid. To me, this is hallowed ground for me. This is my childhood. This is something that I, I think is one of it's a perfect film in a lot of ways. It, it really it encapsulates so many things. And I was like, how are they going to? They've done sequels before and they've degenerated at, over time. Like the third one is really bad. Hillary Swank. Know, yes. And they had Hillary Swank in there. And then all of a sudden they have uh, Jaden Smith doing Kung Fu. Oh, that's right. Know. There was that remake too. Uh, I forgot about but. That. I think that, um, you know, what they did in this show is they, they tied themselves to the movie. They tied themselves to the lore. Now, everybody else wants to always, Oh, let's do something new and break away from the lore. Like, like, you know, like Star Wars wants to just right. burn everything yeah. down, yeah. but there's stuff that works here. And then and not only that, but like all these YouTube videos came out about like, you know, Danny really being the bully and and, the, and all that stuff and yes. like satires of it and okay so that you you the fact that you can mine Karate Kid for like even a, another side of the story means that the characters are a little bit deeper yeah than yeah. your your standard black and white characters even though that movie was done in the eighties where everything was black and white and everything was good and evil they still had enough nuance in there that you could mine that and actually create. Um, more fleshed out versions of these characters. They embraced it instead of running from it. So yeah. they did that, and they did that with a wink and a nod. And I think they did it with a wink and a nod because uh, when you're doing a TV show, um, comedy is, is a good way to like offset the fact that you have shitty budgets and you can't really do good karate. You know, because like you're not doing an action show, right? 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 
you 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 it's can't really you don't have drama. the money to yeah you, yeah you don't really have the money or the or the acting kind of chops to do a drama so you have comedy in there and comedy makes everybody laugh it's kind of like a cheap thing to lean on yeah but they do it and and they've developed a way where there's comedy in there but it doesn't take away from the drama there's still dramatic moments in it there's still moments it adds of to the characters too there's, there's there's still badassery going yeah. on uh there's still reverence to the show and i think that that's the most important thing is that they understood karate kid and they didn't want to have to burn it down to create something new they got to go back they, to it yes they just go back and find the essence of what was great about and it and start it now what well, like they didn't they didn't like they didn't go in and all of a sudden they made johnny like pc no they they, yes. they leaned into him not being pc yeah. they leaned him into yeah. him being a dick and they they leaned into like what crease taught him and had no mercy and how to and how he, that's how he defines his whole life. So they they really like didn't shy away from those characters. And I think that a lot of people are very lazy and weak and they don't know how to do something. So the, whoever did this, these three guys that did this show, they stuck their ground. They stuck they stuck to the essence of the goodness of this uh, of this franchise. What What's great about that comedy, too, is they lean into the fact that, as you guys mentioned, as you mentioned, um, Johnny Lawrence is just eighties chauvinistic male bravado. And he's not good he's, with technology. He, he, it's like he's just stuck in a time capsule and just dropped into this in into our world, which is fun to see because he's kind of a fish out of water. But yet, there's things like they don't completely shit on the eighties, right? They go, there's things that he's bringing to these kids yeah. that only he could bring because he's of that mindset. Even like Ralph Macchio is doing the commercials in season two for oh my God. Karate Kid, and they make fun of it and they go. It's kind of like cultural appropriation now, huh? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, yeah. it just wouldn't work, you yeah. know, having a white guy on TV selling karate and like being this like mystical guy sitting in a fucking like with all these bonsai trees. So like, they play around with that stuff, but they don't necessarily shit on the past either, which which is really well done. Two things I love about this that hooked me right away. One is that in this world, the you know the nineteen eighty four All Valley Karate Tournament is as big to them as it is to you if you love the Karate Kid movie. So. The fact that it's a huge deal in the show. Everybody knows about it like you do. And then the, the other thing that completely I loved that hooked me right away was the flip of seeing the first movie from Johnny's point of view. And yeah. it flipped me to Team Johnny because from his point of view, this kid fucking moves in, beats him up, takes his girlfriend, makes him look like a dick. I'd be, and I was like, fuck, I'm Team Johnny. Did it flip you, Anthony, to Team Johnny? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I it made what's great about it is it made me care about johnny lawrence and actually root for him and what's what's cool about this show is that like it unlocked something that i didn't know i wanted yep like i didn't know i wanted to see johnny lawrence's perspective on all of this yet i'm watching and going well shit i do want to see what the fuck rooting for why the fuck he johnny lawrence is the way he is and what's going on in that guy's life that's that's amazing he's a dick a lot in this show this movie does i mean this show does is it shows you how brilliant the movie is because in essence all right Danny is as bad as Johnny. All right. He wants revenge. He wants to beat up Johnny. But the only thing that keeps him from being an asshole like Johnny is Mr. Miyagi, right. a man with honor, yeah. a man who knows that this is only for defense. Yeah. And then, it, and that, you know, like you can't go with your emotion. You have to go with practicality and what's the right thing to do. And now he's not here. Yeah. He's gone. And so you have like this rudderless, rudderless 
uh, uh, Daniel LaRusso, who's like trying to hold on to the teachings of Miyagi using the same methods too. But you're seeing the cracks like without him, he's just as bad as Johnny. Yeah. And, and what, what the brilliance of that first movie is Johnny Lawrence probably would have been closer to Danny LaRusso, especially now with this background. Yeah. He gets a bad teacher, right? He gets crease who's his father figure, and that really sets him on the wrong path. But there was a little tidbit at the end of Karate Kid that makes you open up this door to make this show. And it's at the end when Johnny Lawrence, when he loses, he actually gives the trophy to Ralph Macchio's oh. uh, Daniel LaRusso at the end. Oh. He's like, you're here, man. You won. Like, it's it's all yours, man. You won. He's and even at the guy. start of, of uh, Karate Kid Part 2, Kreese is choking out uh, Johnny Lawrence. And you can see even all that, like, his friends are like, dude, what the fuck, man? Like, stop. So, like, they gave you that little out of Johnny Lawrence being a good guy and just having a bad father. He just had a bad upbringing. And a bad, I, bad upbringing and a bad teacher. I love how the end of season one of Cobra Kai, it's, they do the All-Valley Tournament again, and you have Miguel, Cobra Kai side, taking advantage. Kind so, of, you know. I have, actually, have, I have a quick criticism of that. Okay. So, Cobra Kai season one, I liked it, but I felt like it ended on a note that wasn't what they were building towards. I felt like Miguel and Hawk turned almost too evil too quickly. Oh. Like I, I know the show explores the gray areas, but yeah. it just didn't. I didn't. It didn't feel right that they would become cheaters by the end of that. Well, episode, it makes sense though season. by the end of season two when you see where the plot goes. Right, right. Know, but it, by the end of like yeah. Karate Kid one, two, even like the other shitty ones, they all end on this like epic note of the the underdog overcoming yes. you know the most insurmountable odds. And season one, and to an extent, season two both end on a note that isn't very Karate Kid-like? Well, season two ends in a completely fucked up, everything's broken, bleak kind of, they gotta put the pieces back together. Well, even season one, it ends season. and they win the, the All-Valley, yeah, but you're cheating. like, do I feel good about them winning this? Well, but this is where you see... I, I, the reason why I do... I, yes, I understand what you're saying, and I think you have a, a great point, but I think that they have to go through this journey, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they have yeah, to... Yep. Like, they have to have... They have Johnny and Johnny is a teacher who is in the gray area. He's not bad. He's not good. He's kind of like trying to figure it out. Yeah. And he's seeing in this match that his kids are cheating and that makes him want to change. But then when he goes back to uh, the, the studio that Reese night, shows Reese up. is there. Yeah. Oh, and, shit. And, yeah. and now the dichotomy starts of like, okay, yes. now I'm, I'm this guy's going to come and fuck with my kids and I'm going to have to be pushed more to another side. It's brilliant. So, it's brilliant because you have D- Daniel LaRusso on one side and Crease all the way in the other. And you see Johnny kind of slide in between there, kind of trying to find his place when and then, you know, it comes to the end of the second season. It bites him in the ass when Miguel when he finally tells Miguel, look, I, I didn't have someone to show me the right way. You got to use mercy. And I was wrong. You know, he admits that he was wrong. And Miguel does that only to get kicked off the railing. Oh, shit. And uh, who knows what, if he'll be able to if walk. If he has a broken back, yeah, if he's how dead. He bounced off the fucking railing down there. That was a great. Like in the first season, episode five, where they have the the, the fight in the lunchroom is great because Miguel finally gets uh, his comeuppance there and shows everyone. And then they get tons of customers. But that fucking choreographed fight scene in the season two finale where there's a one take and they show you all the pairings and all the pairings pay off from the whole season. I thought that was really well done. And I thought the martial arts from the kids is not bad. Like they do a really good job. It looks real. 
I mean, it's 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 good enough that it keeps you entertained. Yeah, I, I would say. Yeah, go ahead. it's not extraction level. I mean, they had to learn <laughs> all those kids had to learn all that it, stuff. It, I mean, it's good. good yeah, it's definitely like fine, and it's it's entertaining for what the show is. The show isn't about the martial cool. arts, so you get a long, I guess, kind of pseudo one take scene, and um, it's it's it super like entertaining. It's, and, it, and it's super. It's also super cheesy, but it goes yeah. in line with everything. But it works. The Karate yes. Kid, you know, and they and they throw in the little bit where the the teacher's like. Oh, they're not paying me enough to help. Yeah, this then one. that kid runs away. And fucking Stingray. I love Stingray in the second season. The guy with the little, the fat so, dude with the little beard. Uh, so my right. theory, and I, I heard this someone else said, but said it also, so I know that I must be on the right path, is that Stingray is like, is like the uh, <laughs> thirty or forty year old guy that loved Karate Kid growing up he's and hang- wanted to learn karate, he's and- hanging out and drinking with teenagers. But like he's the he's like he's like a guy that would be on this podcast. Yes, he was like, one. And then, he would be you know, on the oh shit! Like, he definitely would be. On this podcast. He's like a neckbeard dude. I feel you like know? when I was a kid, I I took Taekwondo when I was a kid, and I think it was because of the Karate Kid. I think what you watch that movie I mean, and you're a kid, and you're like, if, I need to take exactly. Karate. Even even me in the I think the 90s when I saw this, yeah. I went, Oh, I want to do karate. Yeah, I want to do karate. Like this is awesome. What is Crane that? Kick. Is this what? It's but is that just a generic term? What are they doing? Is it karate or it's jiu-jitsu or what that, no what they're were not they? doing jiu-jitsu i mean i guess they're doing some form of karate yeah okay. well uh what are they actually there's, there's a lot of different schools of thought on this but uh mr miyagi yeah. is named after a actual karate guy oh like an actual master yeah uh and they have this own form of okinawan karate oh, okay. i forgot what okay. it's called yeah. it's like called goju something okay Goju Ryu or something yeah. like that yeah, goju what you're talking about and uh then i think that the uh cobra kai I remember in season three, uh, not in season, in, in uh, um, Karate Kid three, um, the the guy that they come, the guy with the ponytail. Oh, uh, what's yeah. his name? Fuck. He comes in and he says, "Oh, remember. my master, I send regards to my master in South Korea when he meets Mister Miyagi." So they're not even doing karate; they're doing some kind of some like custom, Korean, it's some custom but, thing. Yeah, I think it might be Tung Soo Do or something like that. Um, I think I said it wrong. Terry like, Silver is the guy from that. Yeah. Movie. And that is a, uh, I think at one point karate got brought to Korea and then the Koreans, um, made their own version of karate. Correct. And, um, I think it's called Tung Sudo, if I'm correct. Huh. I might be wrong. I'm not. Ta- taekwondo. And I think that that's where that. <laughs> it's taekwondo? Taekwondo that's, is that's, South Korean. Oh, that's South Korean. Yeah. Okay. That's what I took. Yeah. Very briefly. And then I quit. Of course. I mean, the show is, yes, it. It's a karate show, but it's never been about karate. The guy that wrote, made the original Karate Kid made Rocky. And oh, Rocky isn't okay. about boxing. It's, not about, it's boxing. about all the other things. Boxing just happens Stallone? to be the thing. Stallone yeah. made Rocky. No, John Allison uh, directed it. Oh, he directed it. I thought Stallone, yeah. Stallone didn't direct Rocky. He just wrote it. I don't it. think so, yeah. Starting let, me, it. Let, me, let me make sure I'm right on uh, that. But look, great. Yeah, John G. Allison directed it. What's, what's also fun about this show... Yeah. And at times, kind of like makes me yell at the TV. Is there you every episode? You kind of you're rooting for a character, and then you're like, oh, this character is not that great. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't be rooting for him. Like yeah. every every episode makes you feel differently about each character, and it it really does live in the gray, especially and the it, second season. Yeah, I mean, I I'm one of those that I'm Team Miguel and Samantha Larusso all the way. So the so whole you want second Sam season, Sam and Miguel to get to back together. Yeah. Yeah. So when yeah. Robbie and Sam, even though I'm like Robbie's a good kid, Robbie is a very good like, kid. He fuck, got, I don't want Robbie and Sam. He together. got a shit life handed to him, just like Johnny. And I wish Robbie and but Johnny he's a good would be. He's got a lot of darkness in him, which is why yeah. the season yeah. two ends yeah. the way it does. The only character I have no sympathy for yeah. is is Danny Larusso's 
daughter. Sam. I feel like she's the worst person. <laughs> you don't like her? No. I think she's so like, cute. <laughs> she's, she, first of all, she's like, she's so uncoordinated and doesn't look like she can do karate after she, being taught by her dad for like forever long. <laughs> she's still That's number one. Number two is that she, she pretty much does whatever's convenient for her only. Yeah. Yeah. And like, she's she, a little she, selfish. You know, yeah, she's totally super selfish yeah. and kind of lies all the time. Yeah. Like, she's always like covering her own ass all the time. I mean, she's I, never like truthful. That's why I love that when it was because of her and fighting Tori after the party when she's trying to keep up. And then, then the big showdown at school the next day was fucking fake. Cause you want, the, I wanted to see those two duke well, it out. I did, I did, I think in my Patreon review, criticize her if, if we're going to be like super woke, that her yeah. character kind of just revolves around all the other boys. Yeah, she doesn't does. really have yeah. But that's like an 80s thing. Agency. You know, it's her a, own. But you, this is the thing about this show is yeah. that the show is supposed to be about, uh, supposedly about like uh, Johnny, like teaching these boys how to be men. Yeah. But all of the women are more aggressive than the men yeah, in the show. Yeah, they kind mm-hmm. of are. Like they, yeah. they make all the moves. They make all the moves with yeah. the kisses. Yeah. They, 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 you know, they do everything. So, the fact that they have their first date at, I think it's called golf and stuff, yeah, which is from the fucking fucking first oh, movie, wow. is so perfect. There's I mean, tons like, of Easter just eggs, just a little detail yeah. in, in everything they do. There's tons of Easter eggs thrown in, and uh, yeah, Anthony, you were talking about like I was Team Johnny, but then season two, like I kind of went back and forth, and I loved how him and Daniel's relationship, like they even went on a double date at the well, end, and they were like what hanging they, what out. What they've done the first two seasons is season episode nine of both seasons, yeah. They have Danny and Johnny hang out, and yeah. you both and you re- they both realize, hey, like we're actually kind of the same guy. We should be friends, but then there's then always something separate. in the way yeah. that can't, prevents it. Like they do a really good job of, like all these people should get in a room and just talk, and they'd be friends. Yes, if they but just they explain things get to in everybody, a room and talk because of all these little instances yeah. that they got are too written much in. battle scars, yeah. they got too much uh, stuff and baggage. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So they do a really good job of. of Making you want everyone to be on the same team. I think actually my prediction for season three yes. is that Danny and Johnny okay. are on the same team. You want to get into predictions? It is um the show is actually shot and done. It will come out twenty twenty one. Uh Ralph Macchio has confirmed and there's a little teaser where you see him he goes back to Japan. So he's confirmed that he has shot in Okinawa for season three. Geek Boner. Now Bring back those villains from season. Um, yes, Karate there's Kid the two. question of Ali Elizabeth Shue who accepted, who sent a Facebook request, but Johnny threw the phone into the beach, so he didn't see it. Even that's like <laughs> so well done. So I didn't good. realize that they had been dating for that long, and they're just mining that too. Like, hey, Johnny's got a point in that this fucking new kid came in town and took his girl. He just took his girl, and I even <laughs> love how they made me. They made me fall for Crease for a second. For- for a second, and then yeah. you're like, oh no, he's a piece of shit. He's a bad influence. Nah, he's an asshole. He's always been an asshole. So season three, yes, they're going to Japan. Definitely chosen's in the in this show. So is somebody um Miguel? Um, who's Miguel's dad? Would could that be somebody from one of the movies? No, they're not. No, that'd be too I'm, much. It's gonna be chosen and probably Sato. Uh, Sato is dead. Oh yeah, Kamiko, no, Sato's yeah. dead. Yeah. Um. So. Kamiko's still around. She's still like she wasn't just in like uh, Star Trek, um, okay. The, the Picard show. She was just in that. Um, so she's still doing acting and stuff. And uh, I they might be there. Maybe. Um, I think uh, what happens is, um, Danny Larusso and his wife split up, where they yeah, separate for a he's while. He's such a dick, and he put the Miyagi Do before his business and his wife so many times. So then he goes to uh, Okinawa. Japan, yeah. Okinawa, because he needs to reconnect to 
he feels like he's rudderless and he needs to go and uh you know find uh Miyagi's his Miyagi-ness. Yeah, yeah the Miyagi-ness. Yeah. And then he goes there and then uh Chosen's there and maybe uh Chosen's all grown something. up. Yeah. yeah. Maybe adding on to that. Well, I don't know how Japan is exactly going to tie in, other than maybe the the breakup, and he needs to like find his way. But I'm thinking about Miguel and and Robbie. Like they can't be friends. So well, I think well, what Miguel will be is, a bad guy now. Is he going to? No, go no. I think Miguel ends up training with Danny, and Robbie ends up training with his dad with his because because Miguel's parents are like, you can never train with with Dan with. Um, Rob Johnny Lawrence and and yeah. he was like okay fine like I won't you know I obviously I won't be around him but he's gonna train his own son. I felt so bad for Johnny. He just went on a date with Miguel's mom Carmen. Everything is going great and then this fucking happens at the end with Miguel in the fight and she's she's done with him. And Crease has the dojo now, yeah, so, so he's training all these killers. So Crease is high yes, school killers. These kids are all upset because they got a public humiliation by Miyagi Do students and they said fuck Johnny with his. Well, not only that, but that the fact that Miguel showed mercy and. Got is it back? Yes. So now Lip, Eli, and uh, the rest of them. Hawk. Yes. Uh, I love how he outed him at Eli as the Dimitri did. So now they're all mad. Crease ja- has uh, Cobra Kai, and he's like, I created Cobra Kai. Uh, Cobra Kai is mine. I think Danny and Johnny will have to team up That's, yeah. to take down Cobra Kai. The ja- one Kreese. rumor I saw besides. You know, them being in Japan and Elizabeth Shue coming back is people were tying that girl that um, Miguel was dating. Tori. Tori. The badass girl. To being potentially Terry Silver's daughter. Oh. From Karate from, Kid Part from 3. From the third movie. Yeah, and there's also Barnes, too. Barnes. Yeah. I don't remember uh, Barnes. What, what what was the tagline for them? Karate's badass. <laughs> yeah. In the paper. There's so many great moments in this show, but they are, uh, there's a lot of badass moments. Uh and there w- wasn't there one other Cobra Kai that we didn't see from that episode where they all went to the biker thing? Oh, that one. Yeah, that was great to see the old guys busted up. The blonde guy was missing, right? That guy was in jail, they said. Oh, he was. So, And these are the original actors from the movie. Those were playing, the original actors, which, which was crazy. Did, yeah. So the dude who died in the show, he died later in real life. Oh, did shit. he really have cancer? I, it wasn't cancer. It was something else. Oh, but he had something going on. But he had something on. going oh, wow. on. Because he looked terrible. kind of, he looked like he was sick. I mean, he looked like he was sick? Yeah, it was, didn't look <laughs> like uh, I was makeup. I was like, oh. But that was wow. such a fucking tragic. But that was a great last night out with the boys. They got to fucking fight a little bit, hang out in the forest. Uh, that was crazy. They do a good, I mean, they do, and they, and they incorporate so the, like, they've made, what's fun about the show is, like, what was it, was it Guns N' Roses? What's the band he suggested to Miguel? Uh, it might have been Guns N' Roses or Motley Crue or something. They're playing 80s yeah. music. The music and then choices are throughout great. Throughout the show, yeah, and yeah. then it's working, even though it's a 20, it's showing the 2018, 2019, yeah. like, they're, they're reinvigorating the 80s, too. I do love the choice of music. It really works. Um, and yeah, all the questions for the next season are great. And it's just fucking, it's pitch perfect. It really is. Um, the, in terms of tone and, and setting and characters, it's better really than like anyone has any right to be like, it, it could have be, it could have been this like really cheesy yeah, yeah. Saturday night live types, like goof, goof yeah, off. Yeah. They're just making fun of everything. It's just the right balance of like comedy of being a little bit self aware, but also yeah. taking itself seriously. I just wish that like Ralph Macchio would give a fuck a little bit. What in, in terms of his performance? Yeah, I mean, like, or like just, in his body. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's so skinny he's, and fucking. He's done three seasons. I know. You think that he would bit. like do some fucking yoga? William Zabka could easily <laughs> kick the shit out of him as as right now. I mean. 
I think you that's know, like, the charm, right? Yeah. He's, like he's the a marble, shitty looking guy. Yeah. The marble diet, they'll pack like 20 pounds on, on you in like six months and then you'll, you'll, you'll go from being a fat soul to being ripped. Daniel's still all limp wristed and, and shit. Looks, Jesus. Like, he still looks like he's never done anything in his life. <laughs> I kind I kind I find it amusing whenever he's doing like the the katas or whatever, and you can just see how fucking skinny he is, and that he's, he's just got a pot belly. Yeah, and he's got a pot belly. <laughs> he's got the worst. He's got the worst like a wig that ever. <laughs> is he balding? Is that a toupee? Oh, oh shit. that's definitely. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely not still real. in good shape. I loved in the beginning how douchey he is, where he's on a billboard kicking, and he's it's the commercials with the karate, and he's just milking it for his fucking. I just love Car that like, dealership. In reality, that's right? what he would do. That's what happens. Yeah. In reality, karate tournaments happen all the time, yeah. and nobody gives a shit. No. They're like nobody even there. This is like oh, the yeah. biggest deal. And then, yeah. for some reason, yeah. in this town, yeah. it's the most important thing that ever happened. I hope season three yeah. ends he, with he's another like the high school quarterback from the eighties yes. that started. He's a his townie. Own. They never left. We live in a karate town. But, like you would see that with a high school quarterback <laughs> yes. or like the star. They would create their own like car dealership. Yeah, and just I remember, milk like that. I, I remember go. I mean, not co- high school, but college. Yeah. There's this player named Jay Lehman who was like the star linebacker, and then as he he graduated, wasn't good enough for the NFL. So oh, I just no. saw him selling cars oh, no. in commercials down in Champaign oh, Urbana. I was hey, like, oh my god, it's a paycheck. What are you gonna do? It's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. But that's why I love it because that's that is that's what happened. That that's what happened. is what what happened. Uh, what was the other thing? I forgot. Were you were you happy they changed to a blue fist on the mats for the All Valley? Oh, I didn't. Did you? I didn't notice. Were they were yellow. No, that was a big. That was a, like a small little plot point. They're like, I think uh, to get the new generation in, we got to change the color. Change the color. Fist. And it's like, I love because red is too threatening. The, the, yeah, red's too I, threatening. I mean, there's still banners of uh, Daniel in the crane kick, like hanging thirty foot banners. It's hilarious. I hope season three ends with another All Valley tournament. I did really enjoy the first season ending with that tournament. I kind of wanted to see that again, but I think that what they're going to do is they're going to fight chosen together. Yeah, the chosen one. Johnny and and Daniel are going to fight chosen together, and then that's going to be the big bad for that season. And then they're going to go after Crease for the final season. Mm. What about Allie? Where does she fit in? Uh, I think that she's going to come in maybe at the end of third season th- and then into the fourth season. I don't think there should be more than four seasons. Also, I think maybe I think that four should is be fine. perfect. That's it. Don't want to overdo it. I think three is. I mean, I feel like if they if they nail it on the third one, the, they yeah. could just stop at three. If they wrap it up at three. That would be but fine. I don't know how long this Hokanawa shit's gonna be. Oh, how long they gonna stay there? Yeah, they're a whole, the whole season. season. Yeah, so they have like two or three episodes, and they come back. Then I know that they can do a lot more. I, I feel like they're gonna mine this as long as possible because, especially for Ralph Macchio and Zabka. Yeah, this is like their their shot. Dude, back. The, yeah, this they're is their. This oh my god, as, their golden hour is back. Like, who would thought William? Do Zopka. you think that Netflix money is going to play a factor? Yeah, for, for them, what staying or continuing? Continuing. So yeah. the problem with the sh- I'm, I'm saying though, even the quality of the show. Oh, I don't know. Like now they got money. They got Netflix money. They can make more like crazy fight scenes and shit. That's a good point. Yeah, they were they were doing YouTube and YouTube was paying them jack shit. I think. Well, I, the only thing is, like, I, I don't know. It was fun seeing that that school, but I don't think anyone. The fight scenes are the main draw. Yeah, for most people, it's the heart. It's the relationships. It's uh, the flip of the people's motivations. I, I would be excited to see those Japanese characters back. For what it's worth, I will you watch the trailer to see uh, Karate Kid Part Two. Yeah, 
It's a fucking great trailer. I almost watched the movie again. I got to watch the movie again. The trailer is still good. Trailer's Did you I mean, rewatch the whole thing, Imran? Which, what? Part two? Uh, no, Cobra Kai. Did you oh, yeah. Rewatch it? No, I, re- I just watched season two. I had already seen season one, and then I watched season two recently when it came out on Netflix. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, that's right. You you didn't actually follow it live. No, but no, I, I saw both of them when they yeah, came out, yeah. and then I, I didn't rewatch them. So I'm just I'm kind of oh, like going, going on my memories off the top. A lot of stuff happened. It's just a, it's a fucking it's a fucking great show. Let's rate it. What would you give this if you had to give it a rating out of ten? What exactly are we rating? I on a quality show like must watch the, or yes, the like, show as a whole or how does it how, how do i rate it in comparison to the the, the source material and oh, all this stuff jesus you're throwing out a lot of variables here rugs i don't Keep know it's it tough simple. because give me do both of those i i would like rate out the overall experience of the show it's uh, i think that's all we want that's all i, I want. think that to be honest i think it's a, like at least an eight okay all right i think it's at least an eight it's like better than it should be way better than it should be not perfect, but it's it, it's like I'm pretty sure that anybody who watches it is going to enjoy some of it. All right, and I've and I've had the toughest of critics yeah. tell me that they love the show. Yeah, well, yeah. so it does hit that nostalgia. So I'm gonna just say give it a solid eight. I'm gonna say it's a must recommend. I'm gonna give it a nine. Easy to watch. Uh, you know, even go back watch the Karate Kid movies. Watch this. You will not be sorry. I got to give him props for keeping like the PG-13 vibe. Like they could have started swearing, which is a lot of shows will just start swearing on streaming, uh, even though they don't have to. They don't. And they it, swear a little it, bit. Well, they don't drop the F-bomb. Right. They don't say fuck. So they get, they'll they say shit, which I think is fine. But it does. It totally fits in. It's a, it's just a, a, it makes you feel warm inside the way they treated the source material and how they handled it. So nine out of ten for me, Anthony. I love this show so much. Nine point five out of ten. Oh shit! I, I mean, <laughs> he's going over the top. I, I, I love it. it. I mean, I, if you're a Karate Kid fan, I yeah. don't see how you can't like this show. Yeah. Um, I think they balance everything well. I think a really big factor too is the fact that these episodes are like thirty-five minutes they're or less. So easy to watch. Super digestible. They don't. They're not. They're not meandering. They get yeah. right to the fucking point. Yeah. It, they're in and out. You can easily binge these. They've. So far, they've made mostly all the right decisions with everything, and I even like the fucking new cast, which is one of the things that is a drawback to a lot of these things. Is the new characters suck? The new characters here are actually pretty good too. So the next generation. How much faith great. do you have in uh, season three? Season three will it could be all, the it test. It could all go off the rails. <laughs> it could. Season three will be a big test. Yeah. It could all go off the rails, people. Like it's like like. The first season was good, and the second season was almost as good. And I'm yeah. like, okay, it was, yeah. Like, how how much how longer can they keep it up? Is they going to Game of Thrones this thing? I don't know which well, you, one you I like. You can only do that formula where I've or they've already outlined it, where like the first episode, eight yeah. episodes are conflict, conflict, conflict. Then the ninth episode is you think they're going to get back together. Then the tenth is, oh my god, what the fuck just happened? No, you're right. The the season finale of the first season is called Mercy. The season finale of the second season is called No Mercy. So well, the, they, se- the episode nine of both seasons are basically the same. Yeah, they do Except have episode nine in the first season is Danny and Johnny at the bar. Right. He's trying oh, to get them the new car. Right. And then episode nine of the second the season date. is them at the Mexican at the restaurant. Mexican restaurant. Oh, shit. So, well, I think with Okinawa and the stuff that happened in two, they have a chance to maybe get two more seasons with this formula. That's already it, said. It, this season will be a test. The thing is like 
the lore of Karate Kid, most people like the first. I mean, everyone likes the first movie. The second movie, a lot of people like. Yeah. The third and fourth movie, no one really gives a no. fuck about. So there's not no. much to no. mine no. after that second one. Just stay in the first two movies. Everything's yeah. fine. Stay in there. Just ignore the rest. Yeah, solid show, though. Definitely recommend it. I just love seeing people discover it now and get into it because uh, it's just fun, good, wholesome fun. Okay, let's do some news from the nation. <laughs> It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Oh, that was a tasty one. Good job. Uh, yeah, it was a ripper. Josh McClenney, uh sent in an email just today. The subject streaming paywall. He says, hey, guys, just want to vent about the cock for a minute. Oh, shit. The peacock? Yes, the peacock. I wow. don't know if there are a lot of soccer fans in the nation, but here's what's going on with the cock and Premier League soccer. NBC owns the viewing rights to the English Soccer League, Premier League, and they pulled 95% of the games off regular cable, put them on the cock. Oh, shit. (laughs) You used to watch them through regular cable or various streaming services, but they yanked them off everything but the cock. They even pulled them off NBC Sports, which they own and you already had to pay for. I'm now trapped into buying the cock just to watch a sport that was already difficult to watch in the States. Fuck NBC. Isn't the cock free? Rant over. It's there's different levels. There's, a, there's free cock out there. There's free cock, and then there's premium cock with ads, and then there's super premium cock without ads. You know what uh, that, that uh, whatchamacallit, Screen Junkies? Yes. They pointed out something that I forgot yeah. happened that really fucked over the cock. What fucked over the cock? When they launched, yeah. they were supposed to have Olympic content. Yes, that was going to be a big that selling point. That was a big point. thing for them. Is that you were going to be able to bonus. have to watch some of the Olympics on the cock. Yeah, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. Are the screen happen. junkies calling it the cock too? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. They're, they're, they're like, the this, you can't not mention no. the fact that it has cock in the, <laughs> the name. Worst name ever. So he continues. I know you all talk about streaming services quite a bit, so I thought I would share. Love you guys and love the show. Stay safe. P.S. Howard the Duck. What the fuck happened? Was the best. What the fuck happened? In my opinion, I was laughing at every minute and it's what got me hooked on the show yeah that's my favorite you get this and this and then he wrote back and he said also forgot to mention oops turn this off also (laughs) forgot to mention the cock isn't on roku or amazon fire stick yet lol but i found a story nbc streaming service peacock is coming to roku Geek boner soon, but it is not on Amazon Fire Stick. Do we have the cock? We ha- uh, I have the cock. Oh, you have the cock. Because I also have the cock. So but do you have the free cock. I have the premium. I have the only the free cock I have from the, Comcast. Yes, I have the premium oh, okay. cock. If you are a Comcast Xfinity, oh, you got the special customer. Cock and you give me the password. To Xfinity it? will give you the premium cock oh. already bundled in, so mm. you can check out the cock premium. Um, but I also think that what the fuck happened, Howard the Duck is. I I will re-listen to that. It's fucking hilarious because that movie is ridiculous. It's a kids' movie with duck boobies in the first thirty seconds. Makes no sense. Uh, uh Chaz Hebbard uh, prompted Anna Morris uh for a science answer based on our what the fuck happened to Superman four quest for peace question about 
What happens when you throw bags of nukes at the sun? Oh, shit. Is there a problem? Adam Morris says, our Adam Morris, of course, the official science guy of the Jock and Nerd podcast, Dr. Adam Morris, PhD, says the sun is massive, so it wouldn't make a big difference in the long run from what I can picture. One nuke can elevate temperatures to millions of degrees, but the surface of the sun is only 5,000 to 6,000 degrees Celsius. I'm not going to read this whole thing. You can go to the Facebook group and read it. Basically, he said if it was just one sack of bombs like the movie, no, I don't think there'd be anything catastrophic, but we'd probably see a big flare up even from here. But we don't know how many nukes he was throwing. That could have been the first bag. Could have been the 10th bag. That's right. How do you know? I still think it was irresponsible and he shouldn't have moved the moon also. That was... That was wrong. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. And then Johnny Gons uh, chiming in says, what's up, dude? Salt raised by wolves on Rugberto Bambino's recommendation. Shit was dope. I can totally see this tying in to the alien and or the Westworld universe. I give this five out of five fingers in the puppet hole. That's my favorite kind. Wowie zowie. That's a lot of fingers in your slack hole. That's right. Um, uh, the show is, uh, you know, it's got its lulls and peaks and it valleys, does. you know. It does. And I think we're on an uptick now. They're, so. Have you noticed they've been putting out two episodes a week on the HBO Max? That's correct. I mean, yeah. that's great. I wish they would do that with The Boys, which let's just roll into what are we watching. Anthony, have you started watching The Boys yet? Season two. Got two episodes in the can. In the can is where I like it. So far. Uh, it's, a, it's a little slow, but it's still the same, same boys energy. So we can have a little bit of spoiler alert. Uh, anything else about the first two episodes? I mean, it's fucking violent and it has the same irreverence. Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's slow, a little slower though. But I, it's only the first two episodes. Yeah, so. it, I think that this season is overall slower. But, okay, but um, it's a little bit. There's a few episodes. I'm still, I'm still intrigued by yeah. it though. I'm not as like it's not as much of a. Uh, adrenaline rush is the first season but it definitely is interesting dude um, stuff with homelander is fucking fascinating and i just love the overtones of like these guys are like these fascist leaders like the the soups are like these nazis but and- i i was a little bit disappointed in the whole thing about vaught and everything so i i got a message from jason dutch from voice from the underground oh, jason dutch yes and he said and I quote, by the way, I'm inviting myself on your show for the season recap of The Boys. Okay. If you do one, Done. the political undertones yes. are insane. Yeah. I just bought a bunch of comics, too. It is heavy. The book is really good, too, but it is heavy political undertones. And it's very, very interesting what they're doing. It's really good. Uh, they just announced Amazon is going to make a spinoff of The Boys. Oh, shit. They are fast-tracked, fast-tracking the show. It's a sister show set at a Vought internationally run college for young adult soups. Uh, it's being fast-tracked. It's R-rated. It's untitled. Uh, and it's described as part college show and part hunger games following the lives of hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test, competing for the best contracts in the best cities. So it sounds like new characters in the world of the boys getting a spinoff show. Hmm. Yay. I, I'm interested. I think more boys is good. Did anybody watch that fucking five minute uh, butcher thing that they put out that was in between? No. Yeah, no. it's not worth it. It's fine. You don't gotta worry about that. Good. <laughs> Listen, give me more boys. There's no less than three Walking Dead shows that are going to be on the air soon. Yeah, I would talk about the boys, but Anthony only saw two episodes yes. and I have no idea where 
one ends and one begins. I don't remember so I don't either. Okay, we will wait. Point. We will wait. Perfect. With, with Jason Dutch for the recap. Uh, anybody watch anything else? Rugs. We mentioned uh, off air last week that show Away on Netflix. I can't. Yeah, I watched some of it. Hillary. I watched like I watched like four episodes of it, and I was like, "Fuck this show!" And then I and I went Fuck to the end. Show. Like, do they make do they make it to Mars or not? It's a it's <laughs> a good show for the, if you don't know. It's about the first man mission to Mars. And the first season is the journey through space. The- I just didn't care. Like, I hate to say this, but like, I didn't like the casting. Oh, you missed all the drama that happened between all the I characters. didn't like the casting. Of the show. I didn't like the astronauts. There, it's, it, I thought that they were all like just fucking pieces of wood. <laughs> like, there were oh, not like there was nobody had charisma. Lame. Nothing. Like, even Hillary Swank, who's like a, a good actress. Like, I'm like, she, she was boring. Like, everybody was just fucking boring as fuck. So I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm punching out. Of these characters, you know, it's an international cast of astronauts in the show, so they have someone representing this nah, Russian one, not, Chinese one. It's not. It wasn't. Good. I mean, I kind of enjoyed like stuff would break, and they got to fix it, and there's problems on Earth, and the mission control, and then their homes, their backstories. Yeah, but then I saw that as being like, all right, they're gonna get to Mars because the end. You want to spoil the, the fucking thing? Spoiler alert! I mean, yeah, the whole show so the- is them trying <laughs> to get to Mars. So, like, for me, it sucked out all yeah. the, it, it just, so you should be excited. You should be me. excited for the second season when they'll actually be on Mars. Maybe I'll watch that. that might, I mean, I know, I, I know the characters enough and everything that happened enough to, I mean, kind it kind of, of reminded me of like gravity in the Martian a little bit. Yeah. Spots. It's a little bit. It's going to be that. There's tense spacewalks um, and shit. It's just like, know. um, uh, what's the other show? Lost in Space. Lost in Space is fucking great, dude. Oh, shit. No, but I punched out of that oh, too. Oh, no, the second season is so good. I love both seasons. The second season, I was like, all right, here we go again with this fucking bitch that's fucking lying all the time. Yeah, but they do a good And like, no one Parker ever Posey. catches her. Yeah, no one ever does anything. On Lost and in I was sp- like, I'm done. On Lost in Space, they do a good job of stakes. Like, when the people are in trouble, I'm always like, oh fuck, he's gonna die. That's the dad. He can't die. How are they gonna get out? Does of anybody this? die though? No, they, they never, never do. Oh shit! They never. So it's, so but it's they like set it even, up well. But you're like, he's probably not gonna. Whatever. Like I don't know. But anyway, so uh, I punched out of that show too. Sorry. Uh, I'm that one. Okay, fine. Uh, the other thing you may want to watch just came out: Enola Holmes movie on Netflix, starring Millie Bobby Brown as Enola Holmes, the sister of Sherlock Holmes. Who's played by Henry Cavill, Superman? Oh shit! Playing Sherlock. I was, was it good? You know what? It's all right. There's some fun mystery. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is super charming. She does some badass stuff. There's a lot of fourth wall breaking from her. It's slow in parts. It's okay. It's a fun watch. All right, you know. I got. Uh, I got two things. Okay, what do you got? I've I've been following because I'm a big Oscar guy. Of course, been Mr. Following Oscars. Tiff. Oh, which the is a Toronto International Film, Film Festival. Festival. Wow, look at the, you the, with the TIFF. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And the two big movies that are that are debuted at TIFF yeah, what that are, they? are uh, getting a lot of Oscar hype if they come out this year. I yeah. think they should. Um, Nomadland. 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 Um, that one's with, let's see, it's directed by oh, it's uh, one Chloe word. Zhao, no, okay. who's oh. doing The Eternals. Oh, wow. And uh, Francis Me McDormand women. is in it. Oh. And... Um, the other big movie that's coming out, I think on Amazon, they bought the they bought the rights to this. Let me see about uh, Nomadland real quick if it's coming out this year. Nomadland uh, does say twenty twenty. Yeah, December fourth, twenty twenty, potentially. The other big movie is uh, Regina King's debut. Oh, movie debut. Yeah, her movie or directing directing debut. Okay, uh, this is going to be out on Amazon. Stude by distributed by Amazon Studios called One Night in Miami. It's a fictional um, character, uh, fictional story of. 
Malcolm X, Cassius Clay, and Muhammad Ali, Jim oh, Brown, and Sam Cooke all meeting in a hotel okay. to discuss their right their views on civil rights. So and all that shit. this is based. Okay, I'm reading. This is, sounds amazing. One night in Miami, uh, directed by Regina King from a screenplay by Ken Powers, based upon his stage play of the same name. I have seen uh, the a filmed version of this stage play because yeah. I was really into Malcolm X, and yeah, it's a fictional. It's, it's really all good. these. That sounds a lot of hype. Wow, that sounds fucking and, amazing. And Nomadland is about this lady that I think loses her job, and she just decides she's just going to live out of her van. Oh wow, yeah. And the big draw there is the fact that this movie actually has real nomads in it that oh, are in the movie what? acting, but they're actually nomads. Whoa! You know what? Yeah. The, the wife and I we had thought about uh, you know, RV sales went up during quarantine and COVID, and people were just like and live off the fat of the land. Dude, I would love to get a nice airstream trailer and just fucking <laughs> drive around and live wherever and go see the country. You're socially distanced. I, a lot of people, if you can work remote, you could get a fucking internet signal. A lot of people, RV sales were huge this year. A lot of people started doing hmm. that. Where are the dogs going to go? The dogs come with you. They come in How the do you airstream. Make money? That I don't know. I haven't figured that part. <laughs> you sell services. I don't know. You bake fucking dog <laughs> treats. Second dick. Again. Suck a dick go now and then. Hey, whatever it takes. Gotta, gotta suck dick again. <laughs> uh, whatever Jesus. it takes to get it done. You can live like a nomad. Francis McDormand is amazing. Chloe Zhao also wrote the screenplay on this. Sounds great. Yeah. So those are the two big movies. One There's one also. Miami. I forgot what it's called with Mark Wahlberg, where he's it's him and like a gay dude. That's like the the modern day. I don't even know what the fuck to call it, but it's him and a gay dude. When is One Night in Miami <laughs> coming out? It says Whoa. initial release September 7th. Yeah. There's a couple oh. other ones, but those are the two that stood out. Cool. They got a lot keep, of hype. Keep an eye out for those Oscars. There's also a David Fincher movie coming out on Netflix called Mank. Mank? That, What's up, yeah. Mank? Mank? Yeah, it's about, uh, I think, Orson Welles. Upcoming biographical drama film about screenwriter Herman J. Mankiewicz and his battles with director Orson Welles over the screenplay credit for Citizen Kane. Oh, that oh, sounds interesting. That one's getting a lot of Oscar 1930s Oscar Hollywood. Guy, okay. Cool, cool. I love uh, David Fincher. He hasn't done uh, stuff in a while. You should watch the Netflix show Man. Is it Manhunter? Manhunt? That he did. But <laughs> uh, the FBI searching for serial killers. It's very good. Uh, good true crime shit. How do you follow all this Oscar talk? Look at Anthony filling us in with the Oscar talk. I love it. I just, I'm online. I'm just following it. I'm, I'm on goldderby.com. What's that? It's where they predict they have like odds on all the award shows. Oh, shit. Do you, are you betting yeah. on it? Is that what's going no, on? No, I don't bet on it. Maybe bet. I will. I think it's Vegas. Vegas, yeah. baby. I should go and bet on it in Vegas. Bet on the Oscar will. winners. They take bets on everything. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> they probably would take a bet on that. First Oscar goes to bet uh all right good stuff that is a lot of wait i got what about me oh, you got more what do you got i said the only the one thing i wanted to quickly mention yeah. is that uh if you don't know it, uh jurassic world camp cretaceous oh. just premiered on netflix another fucking series that they just pulled out of their ass yes I, and uh it's a cartoon it's a animated. animated series that's made for like uh kids. younger people yeah. they're called kids and yeah, for kids. And it's basically about uh, a kid, like kind of like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He beats this Jurassic Park video game and he gets a free trip to Jurassic uh, Cretaceous, Camp, Camp Cretaceous. Cretaceous. And um, it's like, um, it's pretty interesting. Like, like, like it's like um, a kid show, right? But it's still got an element of danger with the dinosaurs. Did you watch the whole and thing? It, no, I didn't. I watched like four episodes. And like, yeah, the characters suck. Like, they're so like generic characters, like token yeah, everybody. Yeah. They got 
everybody in there to like, you know, fit the demographics. Yeah. And they're all just kind of like these bland stereotypes. And, um, you know, that's, and that's kind of weak. And like, you know, the story's kind of like non-existent. How do the dinosaurs like these, look? The dinosaurs look pretty good. They don't look like movie quality, but it's a, it's a show. They yeah. got to pump it out, you know? And they got to pump out like 10, what, how many episodes, you know, and, and they can't really spend all the time doing the, the graphics. So I watched the first episode of this. I didn't finish, but then I started seeing stories where something Story happens. Yeah, I never finished. I don't. Oh, shit. Oh, but shit. I saw something about in the last episode, something crazy happens that is, in fact, canon to the Jurassic World. Yeah. I mean, I the Indominus what, Rex what is in there. Oh, wow. Because it's in the trailer. Yeah. And if I know it's coming, but it's a kid's show, so I'm watching it. I'm like, should I keep watching this? It's a fucking kid's show, but it's Jurassic, Jurassic. It World. is a kid's show. It's a kid's show. The characters suck, but what I like about it is that it, tonally, it's like watching a Jurassic Park movie. It's like the same kind yeah, of tone. Yeah. It's maybe like dialed down a lot for kids, but like it's still got like dinosaurs chasing people, yeah, and this and that, you know, whatever. They're shoveling shit, you know. They're doing all that stuff. Um, so uh. It's not made for me. Right. I'm an old dude. I'm not supposed to like be into this, but I can see if uh, a child it's might a good be into show. this or yeah. somebody yeah. that loves dinosaurs yeah. could be into it. It'll get people turned on. It'll get those kids turned on to Jurassic Park stuff. Yeah. So that's a new series. If you want to watch it, there you go. Check it out. There's a lot of fucking content uh, coming out all the time uh, now that there's no movie. all about uh, no coronavirus, movies. too, right? Never yeah. Mind. Everything will be about <laughs> COVID. 19 and all the other i don't know maybe not we'll see stuff is starting back up so it's gonna be very interesting uh that's it uh rugs where can the listener find you online there you can find me on twitter at really rug boy so come by and say hello give him a follow follow uh give me a follow visit the show notes for this episode jockandnerd.com slash three four eight where there is links to everything we talked about links to amazon music and manscaped and our patreon and all the bullshit we talked about uh and as always tell a friend let's get geeky everyone spread the word that is jock and nerd jock and nerd uh and uh invite your friends to the group turn them on to the show and let's uh get this thing done <laughs> thanks for listening to the jock and nerd podcast my name is imran my name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. I fucking loved it. Lame. That's a big fuck up right there. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good.